Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What are you guys doing here? What are you doing here? Wait, are you doing a podcast right now? Welcome to the Robin Holly Show. Podcast. Hey. John Party. What's up? Hey, John. How are you doing? What's going on? How you Why? feeling, brother? Long time no talk. I know. I, I feel like we're just seeing, just seeing each other so much these days. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted I wanted to know how many times have you watched that video of Rodeo Houston and your song playing and you riding away on, on the horse because it's very movie-like and it's very cool. I'm, I'm just a little jealous. I was like, this is a really cool moment for a dude. It looks badass. So, uh, how many times have you sat and watched it? Have you watched it yet? It's on his Instagram. Yeah, no, that's a good. I had to, I had to approve it. No, that's really cool. And I, I, people really like the horse part, just for the most. But I did ride it a lot more, and uh, you know, I did a couple laps and I shook some hands. You know, did a little high five and off the horse, and it was fun. And the band played Deep in the Heart, Texas, the whole time. So it was, it was, it was a fun little, little moment, and. Uh, it just, it was just cool, you know. Is what is a good, what a good, is, well, can I say what a good horse though? Because do you know that horse? What's no, that horse I just name? met him, but his name was Link. He was a good horse, and he's used to, you know, he's used to, you know, new riders that, not like how I, not like as in riding skills, but like just he, I just met this guy, but he's okay, yeah. you know, he can ride me. He's, and, right. then, and then cool with loud with noises, he was really good yeah. with that. So he's just an all-around good horse. Did I see that that stage as well was like the center stage in the middle of the giant arena? So you got to do the whole like 360 thing while you're performing. Yeah, and it spins around too. And then the cor- the corners of the stars they rise up. So we did me and Terry Lee Palmer did a guitar solo together, and, and then both rose up at time, and we were just like rocking out. So it was pretty cool. The, and congratulations the, on sold out, by the way. Is this a bucket list item? Are you checking off a bucket list? I, we were just trying to play the Houston Rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't trying to sell it out. I mean, what we're always that? trying to sell it out. But, you know, you yeah. look at that high. It's a lot of people. But, no, nah, it was awesome to even get get that. We I think we got really close. It was like 7,200 something tickets sold. Um, that, you, you know, when the fire marshal gets involved, doing good. There, yeah. The first time I saw a stage like that, I think it was at a Garth Brooks show. And 
I kind of wondered is like when you when you prepare yourself for a show like that that's on such another level um when you're going to each side of the star right are you, do you know exactly where you're going for each song or are you just kind of winging it out there I was kind of winging it you know we'll have like when we were like all right Terry we do the leads like you go to this corner this corner so we kind of did that um we had a little bit of rehearsals but nothing crazy it's you know it's it's not our stage so we we don't you know see it all the time, right? But it was really cool. Garth, Garth, we've been on Garth stage. It's it's excuse me. Garth is a lot bigger, but um, is it? Yeah, Garth has got a crazy stage. He you gotta be in you gotta be in like shape to run around that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Houston Rodeo's got a big stage, and and they built that stage just for the Houston Rodeo because it folds up, then it looks like something like out of Star Wars. Yeah. Can we talk about last night, last night lonely? Your your new single. Can you tell us? We always ask three questions about the song. Where were you? What were you thinking? What were you drinking when that f- song first came about? Honestly, I I don't remember. It's been so long. I think we've had a, last night lonely for like two years. So we've had a lot of holds on songs that um, we're just like finally getting them out because you know. Hell, I, you know how it is. Like the damn singles take forever, so you're just like, well, yeah. you know, just be. We're just, but now we're, we got, we're gonna finish the, the the record, and so I've had it for a while. But I mean, it never got old. Let's put it that way. Whenever you heard last night in lonely, yeah. it never got old. I always loved it, and I I could, you know, I like when I record a song. I was like, well, I would totally write that song. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna record it. It makes it easy. <laughs> Right. You know, the writers <laughs> the get, work is done. Yeah, the writers give all their credit and we just put it out the radio and, and, and it just works it works together. It's a good team thing. And I, I love songwriting and I love cutting outside songs because these are like young songwriters. It's their first single and they sent me a little video of them at the bar, like they're like, ah, thank you, Jabardi. <laughs> so they're all they're all fired up and that's all that makes me happy. I mean that's why I I'm I'm so into recording outside songs. Because it helps the songwriters out, it helps the publishers, it helps the town of Nashville. Um, it's just a, a good thing to do because a lot of artists, you know, just they don't want to cut outside songs or they want to write their own, which is fine. So more for me. Is there <laughs> is there like a limit to how long someone could hold a song? Because we've heard about this, like when yeah. someone's holding a, a song and you hear about them for like, years and years and years. I feel like there should be like a time limit where you're like, hey, yeah. dude, if you don't use this within two years, I get to I get to take it. Yeah, well, we, there's a lot of phone calls like, hey, y'all still liking this? Hey, y'all still liking this? So we had to answer yes, yes, yes. Sorry it's taking so long. But as long as there's communication, I think that's the most important part. So going back, do you remember Heartache on the Dance Floor? Like, where were you, what were you thinking, what were you drinking when that song came about? I don't know, that's even longer ago. Yeah, I was on a bus in 2014 when I wrote that. I remember that. And we also wrote All Time High that day, too. And it was cool. That was the And then you're like, and that's the end of the story. <laughs> then I had to go play a show, and it rained. <laughs> you even well, remember that it rained that day. That's yeah. pretty fun. And yeah. now, speaking of, like, touring, you're doing Ain't Always the Cowboy Tour, with Laney Wilson and Haley Witters. How exciting for Laney at the ACMs recently. Yeah, no, that was, there were some good new winners at the ACMs. That's, uh, that was fun to watch. And we all love Laney. 
and Haley. I think they're two very talented artists and songwriters and just what they do. Uh, we I love it. I think everybody's kind of picking on to it. And so, um, you know, not picking on, but like you get, you know, seeing Lainey more. She's getting more exposure and just getting bigger and bigger. So we're really looking forward to having her out. It's uh, it's uh, it's International Women's Month, by the way. So I think it's cool that you got uh, two the females ladies. opening up for this for the big tour. Yeah, no, I thought that was, uh, you know, I was always the plan for this tour because I wanted to call it the day and always the cowboy tour, and you know, I I wanted wanted to bring out Haney, uh, Laney and Haley. That was literally my first two girls. I was like, I would like to bring Laney and Haley out, and then. It, it worked out, you know. Lainey, Lainey was super cool because she could have went on tour with anybody. She picked to go with me, so like, thank you, Lainey. Um, and you guys all have the the like connection of like farming horses, etc. Because Lainey grew up uh, with horses, and then Haley was is all about corn. <laughs> She's a farmer. They're yeah. a country man. They're country girls. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no, it's no faking it. Uh, uh-huh. You guys are y'all are as country as it gets, and and it it gets even more country because I think I saw it sponsored by Case, right? The C- Case Construction, yeah. yeah. Case Construction. They've been and, a great partner. Uh, um, can I talk about? I found this interesting. I did not know this about you. When you were fourteen years old, you had a band. Mm-hmm. Is this true? What was the band's name? And can you tell me, like, how you guys obviously broke up? What? How? Tell me that story. We were fourteen. <laughs> That's the end of the story. <laughs> what was the name of the band? I think it was called it was Codine, and I don't know even know what that means or why we named it. But when you're fourteen, you don't nothing you do makes sense, really. It's like all the time. <laughs> I'm just glad social media and cameras weren't around so much. Really? Because because oh, we can't find. Do you have any footage of you being 14 in the band? It's on, probably on some VHS, some type, somewhere. Yeah. But I was real young then. I mean, we didn't play that much. I mean, I feel like if if we did have social media when we were younger, like it is now, we would all be canceled. Yes, someone 100%. would. Someone, 100%. Someone would dig up some crap and be like, oh, did you see what Rob did in 2004, bro? Yeah, like, oh. well, but like at the time, I, you know, it was just, that's just what it was. They, it, it, it was so stupid. But like, <laughs> I mean, I get it now, but it's just, I mean, yeah, we were super inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, the main, I think the main thing, though, is like canceling someone doesn't really help the situation, right? Like you, you know, you live and you learn and you grow as a person and you know, you learn like, Hey, I was a kid and I did things that don't make sense now, but I don't think, right. Like canceling someone is not the answer to helping someone get better as a a human. Yeah. We definitely got to learn, but I mean, I never did anything that crazy, but like (laughs) it was just, it's just, uh, it's always fun to think about. We're just like, yeah, I mean, there's things that you probably would record now that <laughs> I'm not favorite thing we ever did. We pushed this damn spare tire off the back of a truck on about 55 and hit a mailbox. <laughs> I've never seen a, a tire where, like you pushed it off. It's like whoop. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> like, it can't can speak. Can we get in trouble now for talking about stuff that we did if there's no proof of it? Like, if I say something similar, am I going to get... No. I don't know, what? man. You're easy to get a hold of. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, it's maybe, called, well, thank you. I'm not, I thought of Rob, man. 
You know, that's that's the man that hit me in the mailbox. Took my mailbox. I need I need to know that. Yeah, which is it's a felony. It's a felony, right? To to destroy someone's mailbox, I think. So but that was something that, that did happen a lot when we I don't were know younger. If it was I don't know when we were doing it. That was a thing at the time. But I knew a guy. I'll just say this. I knew a guy who um, it was around Halloween, and they loaded up this uh, vehicle with pumpkins, and they would drive and throw pumpkins at mailboxes. I I knew a guy who did that. Yeah, yeah, and, and we also had movies that made that popular, like Days and Confused. Yeah, right. Which was huge oh, at yeah. the time, but they what? used baseball yeah. bats. A little more violent. Yeah, a little bit where you hit the mailbox of the baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Do you have any favorite movies, John? What are your favorite movies? I don't know. You watching movies anymore? Or you're too busy. No, I love movies. I just just disturbed by that Euphoria show that Summer loves so much. What's, what's that show? That. I don't know anything oh about it. Oh my god! It's, what does she it was, love? It's what the she biggest. Watches? It's the biggest show on HBO ever. She, bigger than The Sopranos. Bigger than. <laughs> The Game of Thrones, and it's these just weird little high schoolers with all their messed up stories about their life, and everybody loves it. And, someone, it? and she's making you watch it? Well, I, I'm like, okay. They're like, no, we're watching Euphoria. I was like, I'm like, damn, this shit is weird. <laughs> and then it's, it's like, fiction. the it's biggest show of all time, Euphoria. People saying the weird stuff, man. But it, but is it like a it's like a reality thing or it's just fi- no no fictional? no it's all it's all written I mean they, okay. they, I mean it's very dramatic let's put it that way all right all right well, you, well, I mean that's like the Yellowstone was really dramatic did you watch Yellowstone yeah this ain't nothing <laughs> like Yellowstone nothing like no no, no it's like there are two different planets really <laughs> oh yeah now I gotta see this I need to see it now I, I mean it's know. it's it's there for you to watch it, it's well, the well, biggest show in HBO history. I was dragged John, into that. When I, when, I, when I watch it, I'm going to think of you when I'm watching it. You're going to be like, he wasn't lying. This show is really messed up. <laughs> the only show that we've been watching, like binge watching, is uh, Ozark on Netflix. I think yeah. it's very popular. Summer likes that one. I haven't seen that one. Um, I haven't seen that one either. I, I feel like uh, everyone just, everyone dies though. Every time they introduce a new character, like they end up getting shot. I'm like... I don't know if I want to watch this anymore because every time I get like light, I'll start to like a character and then they just get killed. And I'm like, well, there goes, there goes that guy. There goes that girl. Yeah. So <laughs> that, I mean, that's a big well, thing. Yellowstone, same way. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're killing off characters left and right on there. And then it's stressful. Cause I'm like, well, I really like that character. Please don't kill them. And then something happens. But my husband pre watches all the shows for me to let me know if the animals die in them. And who is going to be okay? Because I have a lot of anxiety watching shows like Yellowstone. I can't do it. It's too stressful. So he pre-watches it. Do you, uh, do, you, do, you do anything like that for summer? <laughs> no, nah, she, do, she don't. Well, she don't like seeing animals die on movies any, in, either, too. And I don't think anybody does. Oh, sad. No, sad. No. It's worse but than it's worse than watching it. They, they have they, yeah, they're like, oh, let's cute humans all day. Who cares? <laughs> 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 they have a website that you can look at, like doestheanimaldie.com or something like that. Get out of does town. The dog die. It's called doesthedogdie.com or something like that, where you can look at a movie and you can see if the dog dies in the movie so you know to expect it or not expect it. Hmm. It's important to know that emotionally. Oh, hey, um, 
One more thing before we get going. We uh, so sorry, John. We, uh, we we ran into each other at the uh, at the uh, country radio seminar at the ping pong tournament. I'm wondering uh, if the ping pong tournament in Nashville is something that you would like to get into in the future. Uh, yeah, I definitely was. I was going to do it, but I, I got injured, so I had to, to sit it out. But next time, we need a bigger place and more bars. That's all I can say. Yeah, it was very, very I hot. I agree. Too long to get a drink. Bigger AC yep. vents, and we're just going to move move with the Bridgestone, okay? Yes. Yeah. Go well, big. Go big or It used to be smaller, and it's gotten very popular. But I, I'm imagining it was a ping pong injury. Hey, I'm saying sure Scott McCreary, though. That's like, yeah. I mean, he is ping pong man. Yeah. He's, he yeah. lost. He's, he lost. He's not the champion, though. Did you notice that? I know, but Baby. still, like, I saw him warming up, and it was He's like, whoa, it. dude can play. Serious. I, I felt like when I was watching it, no matter what anyone was doing, though, to me, nothing that you do on a, on a ping pong table is that it, like, it doesn't, it's not impressing me. Like, holy cow, look at those ping pong skills. It's just, to me, I'm just <laughs> like, there's a couple dudes playing ping pong. Let's just Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's yeah. impressive. Well, that's, that's like, I know, but that was like a movie. That was a <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, good catching up. We uh, we look forward to seeing you on the Ain't Always the Cowboy tour, and uh, we're gonna be rocking out, man. All right. Well, thanks for seeing uh, me again for the you know hundreds times in the past <laughs> couple months. <laughs> thanks for chatting, and thank you for the music, John. We hey, always appreciate it. Always a pleasure. It. Always a pleasure. All right. All right. Take All right, care, we'll buddy. See, you on see tour. ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Later. Thanks for listening to the Rob and Holly Show podcast. Follow us at Rob and Holly Show and listen weeknights on Odyssey Country and the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.